welcome to High Action. I'm Perry Smith. I'm Will Brom. I'm John Story, and together we're the New West Guitar Group. On today's episode, a special edition In the Woodshed with Perry Smith. A special thanks to our Patreon members and our sponsors who make this podcast possible. For more information on High Action and how you can get involved, please visit www.newwestguitar.com slash highaction. Hello, everybody. Welcome to another special edition of a series we're calling In the Woodshed. This is our second season, and we're doing some bonus episodes for you this summer. This is episode 44. And today, I'm going to be talking a little bit with you guys about uh, warm-up exercises that I do. Um, I'm getting ready to head out to a gig, and i got to warm up my fingers. And so I wanted to talk about a few of the main exercises that I do that have kind of helped me over the years just kind of loosen up the digits and, and get ready for the gig. So one of the main things that I like to do uh, is just the chromatic scale. You can do it really starting anywhere, um, but it's great to kind of work on your eighth notes and your eighth note triplet. So I'm going to do it starting on A. So there you have a two-octave chromatic scale. And if you're thinking about it in a rhythm, say this is my quarter note, okay? And I really want to work on my eighth notes there to just loosen up my hands, right? One and two and three and four and... I'm doing alternate picking with my right hand. Then maybe I'm going to think of that same rhythm, but think in triplets. So triplet, triplet, one E and two, one E, a two E, a three E, a four E. A two. So that's one of the first things I do, and you can do that as many times as you want, over and over again, to kind of get your digits a little warmed up there. Um, second thing I like to do, it's a little more comprehensive, but it's called the Segovia Scales. And it's essentially a two-octave major scale in Andre Segovia's specific fingerings. So for those of you following us on Patreon, which I highly recommend, you're going to be able to see the video of me doing this so you can see the particular fingerings that I got from uh, the Segovia Scales. But I'll do a few of these for you. They're basically a major scale ascending and descending, followed by the relative minor, uh, ascending in melodic minor, and then descending in natural minor. So here's it in starting in C. Now relative minor. Now I'm going to drop down a whole step to G. So we're going to move in the circle of fifths. Now down to the relative minor of that, E minor. The next one would be D major. Now I'm going down to B minor. Thank you. 
you really want to try to make these as clean as possible. Don't do them too fast. I was maybe rushing through them a little bit there. Um, but you want to really try to allow your fingers to loosen up and warm up through this process. And it's, it's just great for your articulation and your coordination between your right and left hand. Um, you really want to be deliberate about the things that you're picking and the things that you're hammering on or pulling off. Um, that's a big part of establishing like a solid technique through your warm-ups as well. All right, so we talked about the chromatic scale, great way to warm up. We talked about the Segovia scales, a great way to warm up. I also just like doing arpeggios. So let's start in G, and I like doing like the major seven arpeggio. Followed by a dominant seven arpeggio. Maybe a minor seven arpeggio. Diminished, half diminished. And then maybe last, uh, a augmented arpeggio. Okay. Now another great way to practice your arpeggios is to do them through the five different positions um, that you can take in, uh, I mean, seven different positions, excuse me, that you can take an arpeggio through. So let's do this in F. Let's take the major seven arpeggio in F. Um, these get a little tricky for me, but they're a great warm-up. So starting down here on the first fret, now I've moved up to the fifth fret. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Now I'm up to the uh, eighth fret. I'm up to the twelfth fret. Ended up all the way up there, let's see, 12, 13, 14, 15, all the way up to the 17th fret. So I'll do that one more time so you can hear it, and for those of you who are on Patreon, you can see it. But that's a great warm-up to take your major 7, your dominant 7, your minor 7, you're diminished and you're augmented through that whole process. Let's see if I can try dominant seven through that same process. F dominant seven through the different positions of the arpeggio. Sorry. Man, that seventh position always really hangs me up. Let me try the minor seven one again. Um, you can see these are great warm-ups for me. Now that feels good right there. So as you can see uh, in Patreon, and hopefully you can hear the differences on the podcast, um, I'm ascending in one position and then descending in another position. Right, so I'm sort of going from the first position on the guitar to the second, to the third, to the fourth, to the fifth, and it really helps um, learn the fretboard and coordinate sort of the different ways you can ascend and descend and moving positions and staying within the same key. Uh, it's really good stuff. Let me try the um, dominant, uh, let's try the half diminished one. Mm -hmm. 
then the let's do the augmented one. That one usually kicks my ass, but I, I seem to have gotten it today. I guess these warm-ups are helping. <laughs> so that's uh, one of the main sort of routines that I go through when it comes to warming up. You know, the chromatic scale, the Segovia scales, arpeggios in different ways. Um, and then it can be good to just kind of go over some drop two and drop three voicings. Um, for example, I like doing some of the drop three ones when you are on the root with the A string. Like take your major seven, C major seven, and I go to my next drop three voicing here. So I'm skipping the D string on all these. And then maybe I'll cycle through the dominant seven. Maybe the minor seven. Let's try diminished seven, half diminished seven. This one gets a little hairy. Let's see here. So you can see there's a process here that's very similar, right? It's just going through major seven, going through dominant seven, minor seven, half diminished, and augmented. Going through those different sort of... Um, modes of harmony uh, through scales, through arpeggios, through chords, uh, chord shapes, chord voicings like drop two, drop three. Those are great ways to warm up. Um, the last little thing I'm going to mention when it comes to warming up is sight reading. I have a couple books right here on my music stand. Um, they are the William Levitt uh, Reading Studies for Guitar. Uh, this one is the... Um, regular reading studies for the guitar. I have the melodic rhythms for the guitar and also uh, the advanced reading studies for guitar. It's always good to spend about 10 minutes, 20 minutes even if you can, um, sight reading some material. It's a great way to kind of warm up your eyes and your mind after you've spent some time warming up your fingers. So in addition to this, um, some other ways that I warm up is just playing along with uh, recordings that I love, West Montgomery recordings, Grant Green recordings, you name it. And I find if I spend a good half an hour to an hour a day of sort of dedicating to keeping my chops in shape, warming up for a gig, um, I'm usually able to continue advancing my skills and stay in good shape for the music I got to play. So... I hope this helps some of you, give you a little insight into how I warm up, and uh, hope you're enjoying this special summer series from all three of us called In the Woodshed. See you guys next time.